0: Uh, thank you, Lord, for you are truly my father and protector. Allow my heart to heal, forgive, and and grow. In, G- in Jesus' name I pray, Amen. And that's why I was, you know, at that moment, that's why I was writing. Um Let's stop for a second. Yeah, but I see you choking up a little bit. Yeah, nah, I know I'm good. So what
1: what yeah, you you are good. Yeah, I'm good. Emotion is not yeah. a bad thing, man. Um, what What's, what's coming up for you? Like, what are you feeling? Um, what are the
0: words reminding you of? How good he is, bro. How good he is, bro. For real. I think that's that's the reason why I started tearing up, because of... why me? Yeah. Like, I'm for real, bro. Like, why? Like, I'm, I'm saying the sense of, like, there's so many much better people than me. Bro, I, I, st- I stole. I lied. I done so many sins. So many sins, bro. I, I, I my father used to own bodega. I stole a bodega. It's my, it's my own <laughs> bodega. I stole my, I stole my own bodega. You know what I mean? Like, you know how silly that sounds? And, and that's, and that's what I'm talking about. It's like, it's like, what? I don't, I don't get you. I don't, I don't understand why you could choose. And one thing I was, I was, one sermon I was listening to, and um, one thing was Mike Todd actually. Uh, he had a good, good example. Um God used broken paint for his paint. Mm-hmm. Cause if not you're gonna give the credit to the brush. Wow. You know? Um I think that's what it, what it, what it is and what it was. You know, I, I think he uses me because he knows I am messed up in the air. <laughs> like like he just knows I'm all I'm all crazy and, and and knowing knowing damn well that I cannot do this without him. You know? Um so I think that's that's one thing that that's that's with that little prayer. Look, I'm not even crying no more. Put me in the ring, you know. I mean, like, <laughs> Yo.
1: No, but, but like I think I think it's interesting even because a lot of people are going to identify with that piece of your statement because I think mind. that most people are going to say, "Why me?" Most of the people who are pursuing God, they're going to say, by me? Because part of being able to pursue God is being able to understand, at least to a deeper level than your typical person, your brokenness. Yeah. Being able to understand that there's a piece of you that has serious lack. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the beginning of salvation. you realizing that you are a sinner. And that you need God so the people who aren't thinking why me typically they're gonna be people that are kind of full of themselves (laughs) are people that are like I'm good and maybe they actually are a good person but you can be a good person and still be prideful Mm. right and so hearing you say why me I think that Father is typically going to respond to you and everybody who identifies with that
0: statement, with saying, why not? Mm. Man, you get real romantic right now, bro. This guy plays too much. I do, I do play too much. <laughs> <All> right, <man. laughs>
1: what is going on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and Spotify? It has been... A hot, 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 or, you know, we're in January, so a cold minute uh, since we've been on here, but listen, I'm so happy to be back. Uh, Today I have an episode that is absolutely going to bless your life. I'm here with a, uh, a friend of mine who I've grown very close to, and we've just been chopping it for a while now, and I'm super excited for us to just hop back in. Listen, I know we haven't been here for a while, but I had to spend some time just kind of praying through and asking myself, what is this podcast going to be? As some of you know, on Fridays, we have our Good, Brave, and Heroic podcast with me and Joanna, and things were going so well with that, um, that I started to focus on that and just creating the normal content that I create on YouTube. But when we were putting the podcast here on YouTube of uh, uh, the Valley of the Heroic podcast, Response was just really great. Views were up. You guys seem to really be enjoying that uh, content. Uh, But, you know, I just wasn't sure if it was something that God wanted me to do. Now, this is what happened. Uh, My friend who's here today, Moses, reached out to me and he said, yo, I'm trying to be on the podcast. What's up? And we had a conversation. I had to. I
0: had to ask. I was like, come on. Listen, I
1: told him, listen, I haven't done an episode in literally three months, I think it's been. And um, that same day, somebody uh, sends me a message and tells me they have a word uh, and basically tells me that I need to start the podcast again and I need to do exactly what I felt in my heart to do before to switch the podcast up. Listen, before the podcast was just me interviewing people, having conversations, less structured um, and kind of went with the flow wherever it went. Now the podcast is going to be really, really focused on telling people stories. In Valley of the Heroic, we speak a lot about pain, purpose, and intimacy with God. And those three things intertwined become a special component of your specific story as you reach out to God and grow in your intimacy and purpose with Him. If you can't realize how God turns your pain into purpose, then you'll be stuck in a cycle of pain, or at least a, st- a cycle of reliving the story of your pain forever. But if you are able to realize how God can turn pain into purpose, how God really meets you in the valley and wants to see and wants you to see who He is in the valley, to meet you in the midst of the pain, to meet you in the midst of a wasteland, a desert, or a, a low place. He meets you there to show you that he is good, to show you that he loves you, to show you that he can take you out of anything and that he is more powerful than you could ever imagine. And so we really want to focus on being able to tell people's stories in that regard. And today is the beginning of that process. It's almost like it's a new podcast, but the same thing, but, the, but a new thing or whatever it is that you want to say. So, well, A new so, person, a new person <laughs> we, we, we never had before, and I just want to welcome you guys to this, and uh, pray that you would be blessed by it. So, Moses, how you
0: doing, brother? How you doing?
1: How you feeling?
0: I'm feeling good. Feeling relaxed. Um, Are you nervous? Of course, I'm nervous. But I feel like once, <laughs> yeah, once we get into the, the motion and, and start chatting a bit, I think it's gonna go away for sure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. bro. um So
1: let's start off with just you telling me like how you're doing. How's everything been for you lately? What you've been going it's, through? Um,
0: so, so far, honestly, let's give it like a quick little intro too. is is very, is very unique of this kind of the situation right now, not even situation, this moment, you know? Cause I I knew you through. Shout out to Chino, Chino too strong, right? If you know, don't be a weenie, get your beanie. Right? That's, all, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, but o- overall, like, like I said, you 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 never know the steps or the moments or, or the, what's what's going to be the next phase. Yeah. Like you know, like. Another shout-out to uh, Joel Fernandez, one of, my, one of my boys, you know, very close friend. He introduced me to Chino. Chino mm-hmm. introduced me to you. Yeah. And it's just the fact that when you're just a genuine, open person, um, you connect people within that kind of group, you know? And even before the podcast, you say, you know, like, hey, if, if there's any soft topics you want to talk about or, you know, just let me know uh, that, that we cannot get into. But me, me personally, one thing... I think it's a strong uh, suit for my character is that I, I have to be vulnerable. Mm. And I think that vulnerability is what could be the gift, but also could be the curse in some senses. You yeah. know, it could be a gift because I could connect with somebody very, very intimate, very, very strongly within a matter of seconds. Right. But it could be a curse because sometimes people may take that as their advantage. Mm, you know, and that's something that I'm personally kind of going through, you know, I just now a couple of months, but like my, my whole life. Like, yeah. I always was kind of the nonchalant, decent friend, you know, like I'm, I'm just a, a nice dude, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, it's hard to. It's easy to, to make a fist, you know, yeah. and it's easy to say, you know, I, this, this person did me dirty. I'm going to get my back. I'm going to get my piece. Yeah. You know, and it's weird because I you know me. I'm not I'm not I'm not violent and that's something even we said with God and even Jesus kinda of teaching me was the sense of like, give that the cheek. You know, if he robbed you, give me your coat, you know, and it's with him show me that even with the any type of relationship, friends, siblings, uh, relationships, like sometimes he showed me that. You could be in a toxic relationship, but that doesn't mean you're with a toxic person. Mm. You know, and I think that's something that I recently been learning and and, and kind of digging myself into and understanding that like, you know, you you're gonna have those tough moments with your brothers. You're gonna have those those tough moments with your wife, with your with your girl, and there's gonna be good times in the beginning. You know, but the main thing that you know at the end of the day, when you met that person, or when you when you hanging out with your friends, you know how genuine they are. You're like, hey, the, the reason why you make that connection because you you read the room off the jump. Yeah. But the issue is the habits. Throughout the throughout the time, what kind of habits are they doing? And I think that's what causes that toxic relationship. You know, I just me personally, I just I feel like there's not really a bad or good person. There's neither you do good or you do bad. You know, and I think that's when I when I took that kind of message to myself, it was a bit easy for me not to really judge on people hard. Um not easy. now nah, nothing's easy, bro. Nothing nothing's <laughs> easy. I was a poor choice of words, man. It's a pain. Pain in the A, bro. Um but i think that that's something that i I just been developing these past couple years you know like you know my little intro of me like i'm I'm, i saw i'm an athletic trainer if you guys want to follow me it's uh, a.fit.training um and that's a page that i made right after uh, college you know just to kind of start my personal training but i also wanted to make it a page where it's about yeah health fitness but it's also about your mind and, and life yeah you know i like to Go on walks, you know, with Great Park, and, and I'll try to find a quote, or I try to give myself that time. Like like this world is so chaotic, we get so stressed from work, our social life, and, and and the biggest influence, social media. Like you know, like what are you following? Who are you following? Right. What are you liking? What are you you know? What I mean, like like it's gonna catch up to you. So, um, especially after college, I was just focusing on my page. I did a little bit of personal training because um, I was waiting for my board exam for athletic training, because you have to take the state exam. Um, but once I passed that, I started my career in athletic training. I love what I do, love the, the, the experience and the people who I met. Like I, I never, the doctors, the PTs, the, the physical therapists I met, and, and even like professional levels, like people who I covered. Like I remember just because other ATs know about me, know my kind of work, my ethic, and my determination, um, like, I had a shot, like, hey, I need somebody to help me cover the Trenton Thunders. Like, I'm going to be draft league for two weeks. Can you help me out? And I'm over here, like, bro, I'm just, I'm going be real with you. I'm this little ghetto boy from Hillside, right? i like, <laughs> like, from Jersey. And I'm just kind of, like, I'm really about to have the chance to really work in a major league, you know, professional baseball team. You know, and and it's, it's just that kind of experience was kind of, like, wow. Like, it's mind-blowing how... Sometimes your character could really carry your carry you to your career. Right. And um, it's like it, at
1: the same time don't don't not toot your own horn cuz Yeah, that's true. He's he's a beast. Like uh, he knows yes, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Like I've seen him doing his craft and it's it's bananas and um Appreciate it's that, it's that excellence and the character and also it's God opening doors
0: for you. But yo, you deserve that, don't, man. Don't get me started with that, man. Um like enough for, <laughs> you know, for, for real because like it's it's like it's easy to talk about your story when you're on top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, but like when that journey up It's tough it's easy to tumble back and yeah. sometimes um it gets a bit crazy because you're like you could fall and you're like oh well it's, it's like I used to have the mindset of like if I fell or I, even if I fell it was like well I was bound to fell on Moses You know how toxic that sounds. Like you know what I mean, and it's um. Let's stop right there for a second,
1: cause that was, I think, I think there's a lot of people that can identify with that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Maybe they don't say it Mm -hmm. in the same way or admit it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that for me, I say something. You know, I just have all these emotions inside that I'm just like oh, of course you messed up or of course you, you, um, you did this again or whatever the case yeah. may be, I've said to myself historically, but where do you think that came from? Yeah, I'm bound to fail, I'm Moses.
0: People do people want to get mad at me. But, but, but <laughs> my childhood, man. My childhood. Yeah. It's, al- it's, always the tra- yeah, it's always the childhood, the Child trauma, like, bro. Child yeah. trauma.
1: But, you could have a but, great family. Like yeah you, yeah. you ever heard the saying, Like it doesn't matter how good of a parent you yeah, are, yeah. you're going to traumatize your kids in some way. It, so. and, and,
0: and, but it, and then the beauty about it is, is really just, it's nothing but, but like, like Like I said, um, back then you used to be like, damn, why are they so rough on me, this and that. But then self-reflecting. And then, you know, Sympathy is really understanding your own point of view, but empathy is understanding their point of view. Mm. And I think working on that empathy allows me to see the point of view like, oh wait, like he was only doing this because they were doing that to him when he was a kid, yeah, you know what I mean and, uh, and all like gener- generational curses and not just curses, but it's also generational habits. so yeah. it's like like you know what I mean like so so. You know, it is not just and it's not just family, it's also school. It's also your friends that you grew up with, you know. So um, you know, like for example, like childhood-wise, like like I listen, I was the was the youngest guy cousin for my mom and dad's side. And in a sense of like my my father's side has a big, big family. Mom side, big family. And then with my generation, I was like the youngest. You mm-hmm. know, so I always saw like the trials and errors of my older generation, my brothers, my cousins, and and from both sides. So that I think that's the reason why I I'm also a bit like, you know, I try not to get myself into trouble because I, I seen trouble. I I seen trouble. I seen it. I already seen it firsthand, you know. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, I'm I'm not I'm never gonna throw the first punch. Never. Never. Um, but if I need to, I, I'll do the image. But, 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 but you know, that, that's how I grew up. Like, like, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> childhood trauma. That's how, like, yeah, bro. you know what I mean? It's I like, hear you. Like, like, when, 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 when somebody stepped on you, you either got to step on them back. That was the, yeah. the, brought, up, the brought up of my childhood, kind of. Um, but obviously, we all mature, develop. Um, you have to push that to the side. And, and It's a growth process. Yeah, it's a growth process. Um, and then going back on like the doubting and all that stuff. So that was just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, like I said, people going through the same thing I'm going through in life. Like as a kid, I was bullied a lot. If I really was. Um, I was a bit overweight. Um, insecurity, self esteem was kind of low. Uh, I, I didn't really even develop that until like sophomore year of high school. So that's just a long time period. But yeah. But you know, but even in even sophomore year of high school, like, I still had those little like insecurities. But, um, but it's it's wild though because that whole time of process, I was always able to at least bring a smile in the room. Mm. I was always able to not project that kind of like whatever I'm going through, I'm not gonna let someone feel that because I know how it feels. Same thing when I work. I can have a good I can have a great day, I can have the best day in my life. I can have a good day. But I could have a bad day. I can have a terrible day. I can have the worst day in my life. No matter what those outcomes are, I cannot let that affect how I treat my patients. I cannot let that affect how I how I talk to my peers and my mentors or, or, or my, my people who I'm working with. I cannot let that. Imagine if like you just sprained your ankle and you come to me and because I'm having some bad like a bad day at home or something, I'm gonna reflect that on you and make you feel worse. Like me personally, my heart. I cannot do that. Yeah. Um and, I, and talking about her, I think that's the reason why I felt like yeah, I was going through all that stuff as of my childhood and growing up. Um, but I could definitely say some like God never left me, bro. Like God like God never He never left me. He was he was really there um the whole time. And I, I just think it's cause he he knew my heart. He just knew my heart. Um so it, 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 gets, it gets funny, it gets real funny because I, like I'm, I grew up Catholic and I still respect my Catholic traditions, too. Um, so it, even when it comes to like Christianity, I was a bit introduced to it and, and I like, I like the, the sermons and the practices. I understand it, you know, it's pretty dope. But I always respected my Catholic background because that was the first way God introduced himself to me. Mm. And my thing is that that's the kind of bond I have with him. It is what it is, you know, that's how, that's how I grew up. And, that's, yeah. and, and for me to deny and not accept that, I feel like I'm not being genuine, I'm not being transparent, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but definitely reading the word and, and Jesus and God definitely helped me out through my tough times, you know, after high school, like in college. Like college is such a beast on its own. You know, I was working, I, I was working several jobs, bro. Like, I was working at sherwin Williams, Primo Hole. I used to work at the Subspot, I used to paint houses with my boy Corey. <laughs> I, yeah, bro, like, you were I was hustling. I, I was hustling, bro. And, and it's because I grew up that way. My, my family's a bunch of hustlers. Like, well, you work, and if you because if you don't work, who's gonna work for you? Right. Like, no, you know how are you gonna bring bread to the table? Nothing. Yeah. Well, you just gonna sit there? You know what I mean? So, um, I was always I was always working and trying to balance that out with school and my passion with like athletic training and sports medicine. Like I'm, I'm trying to drive for it. But then again, once again, insecurity, like, like, like besides the whole image of me, academically, I was also insecure. Mm. Like, you know, like, bro, I was in remedial classes. I didn't get A's and B's. I got freaking C's and B's and I prayed for an A for once. It's like, you know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? And, and and it's and it's funny too. You know, and the parents don't help. I remember talking about like honor roll middle school. I'll show my dad, my dad was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dad, yeah, they, they, I'm like, I'm like oh, they, you're shaking the paper, like, all right. They yell at you, they yell <laughs> Yo, at you like, when
1: you don't get the A's and B's. Yeah. But once and you then get you them, get it's the like A and B, it's like, okay, you just did better. what you were supposed to be doing this whole time. So yep. why am I gonna celebrate you? I mean, it sounds like It sounds like um, from a lot of what you're saying, especially I hear you talking about the times in school that you were carrying a lot of insecurity. Yeah. And, you know, you spoke about your weight. You spoke about um, the academics. Yeah. And feel free to go into any other ones. But what do you think it was like for you growing up feeling all of that insecurity?
0: Nothing. I felt I felt nothing, cause the main thing I can really think about is um my family. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like like I got nothing but love for my family. My mother. If you met my mother, you're to like, oh, go. That's a saint. Like mm. it's 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 it's. I can't say nothing bad about my mom. My mom, loved me unconditionally. She'll love anybody. You come to my house, but well, she'll give you a warm blanket and a cup.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you know um, my mother. She she um. She had a daycare. A daycare. To so this day, she still has a daycare. My whole life. My best friend. I met him before pre-K, cause he grew up with me in my house. That's crazy. And, you know, and that's the reason why I. Once again, God's blessing and God setups. Um, I think that's the reason why I'm, I'm always able to talk to people, take care of people, see how people feel, because I've been dealing with kids my whole life. I've been dealing with babies, toddlers, and teenagers my whole mm. life. When I was a baby and toddler and teenager. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, so. Um, I like I said, God setups, and, and and I think that's the reason why I'm so good with communicating with people, connecting with people. Because when you think about it, when you're in that setup for twenty plus years, you're bound to get some kind of gift. Yeah. You know. Um, but like I said, those insecurities was there and all that stuff. But I I really didn't I really didn't care about that. Um, I knew I was going through it. But I'll be damn if you if if you let me think i'm a, I'm gonna quit or stop pushing because of that, yeah you know what I mean people go through depression and all that stuff every day, but if you're not exercising if you're not taking care of yourself then you're not giving yourself a fighting chance right you' you know what i mean that that tension that stress is gonna be there the whole time, and guess what it's gonna get stronger and you're gonna get beat down even more you know um it's it's so funny'cause like i'm not, I'm not even a violent person but like so a good analogy would be like um, my so my cousins and my and my brother, they used to do kickboxing. Uh, a little bit uh, kickboxing, and, and his friend used to do boxing with him and kickboxing, and he used to do wrestling. So in high school growing up, I would go to my cousin's basement. It would be all matted up, and it would just be a heavy bag over there, pairs of gloves, and that's how I kind of learned. That's how I kind of started martial arts and, and, and love um, combat sports, um, and it's weird because you're like, well, that's so violent, this and that. Because of that, I think that helped me out through my insecurities, mm. my self-esteem, stress I had in high school. Um, and it's and, and ever since I picked up that habit, I I loved it. I loved it. It was weird at first. It's, it sucked. You know what I mean? Like like it's same thing. You could, you could relate it biblically. God, God only shows when, when there's chaos. Yeah. He only shows when there's chaos. And sometimes with chaos, with chaos that's the only way you could get triumph. Like, you yeah. know?
1: That, um, that chaos is, is uh, we run away from it and we're, we don't want to experience it. But mm-hmm. the human being, I was watching a video from uh, a friend of mine this morning, and he was talking about that human beings, we, we can't grow without disruption. Mm -hmm. We can't grow without calamity and lack sometimes because there's things inside of you that God wants to change. And there's things inside of you that he wants to renew. And he's called you to a purpose, but you have, you and I, we have all this garbage inside of us, all this mess insecurities things that we haven't dealt with Mm -hmm. some that we've tried to deal with but we don't have the strength to and maybe some that we think we dealt with but we really didn't right and all of that is inside of us and he's calling us to something that is way beyond us
0: yeah
1: and it's like if you call if he calls you and, and everything is going fine everything is going great for you and he says listen i have this purpose for you but first, you need to deal with this insecurity that you have because of this girlfriend that you had in, in, in mm-hmm. middle school who played you out. Yeah. And uh, you also need to deal with this porn problem. And you need to deal with um, these, this, this overeating problem you, yeah. you have because you're comforting yourself with food. And uh, also, that problem that you have with commitment Because you're afraid because your dad left the house when you were five years old. Yeah, that's crazy. You're afraid to commit to a family because you're afraid that you're going to make the same mistakes as him. I need you to deal with that. That. Yes. And everything's going good for you. Yeah. What are you going to do? Nothing. Because everything's going good Good. for you. But the moment that life starts to go to a place where you reach a low. Mm -hmm. Not depression right? But you just reach a low. You start to lose things. Mm -hmm. Things start to hit you. You start to realize, oh, snap, there's some things that I got to deal with. And then God meets you in the midst of your pain. Mm -hmm. And he starts to lovingly pull those things out. Right? One of my biggest ones was um, in this past season, because I've been going through a, a, a trial for a long time, and um, one, of, one of the ones that I had was a, um, a, a tendency to use buying new things to make myself feel better. Mm. And so, if you keep having great finances, you're going to keep doing it. Yes, sure. But the moment that your finances start to become a little bit in the red,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like, if I keep this habit up, I'm going to ruin my family habits right you said generational habits yep, earlier habits. right and so then now i'm at a place where i can't do it anymore and then now god can speak to me about oh. that and now he could start to work with me and yeah. now he could start to pour into that area and replace it with something new mm-hmm. and so um it's crazy because if you don't ever go through that low nothing is going to change
0: nothing
1: and none of and a lot of us we don't realize that we just want everything to just be fine. But if everything is fine, human beings, if everything's fine, that's why companies fail, for example. Yeah. Companies, they hit this high, they plateau at that high, they become comfortable at that high, mm-hmm. and before, after a while, you start to decline. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. You're not, and you don't realize the decline until you're like halfway down. Mm-hmm. And now you have all this momentum going downward, and you want to fix it? Yep. Fam, it's too late
0: yeah 100%. it's too late I feel like and it's, it's interesting that you say that because with all those analogies the main the main word that that's very similar, and I feel like even the devil loves to work with it is is comfort. He loves it when you're comfortable, yeah, he loves it the moment like you know what I mean like yeah you, you can sit on that couch, yeah, that's fine. You feel comfortable. let your body decay, hmm you know because you're not going to see it at that moment. Um, and 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 that's that's hundred percent true. I just feel like you shouldn't feel comfortable. You Exercising doesn't feel comfortable. We 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 can admit that. Exercising does not feel comfortable. It's when you're squatting three hundred pounds to two fifty, like it's, it's not both terrible and amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, it's 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 you gotta get off of that. You know, um, and that's something. The hardest part I, is the beginning. Yeah, though. it's the beginning. It's that comfort zone. You got You you need to break that wall. Me, I like guess it's, it's funny how you say. Like even going back with with um, my upbringing, like martial arts with my cousin. Um, Walk, he's a friend, but I consider him as a cousin. I consider him as family. I know, I, but, I know the, I know, I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think we all, we um, all have those cousins. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's my primo. Yeah, yeah, for a hundred percent. And uh, he, he was the first one that kind of taught me how to box a bit. And when I was first kind of learning with him. He knew I was a bit like I was not holding back, but I was just afraid to throw the punch, mm. and I I I'll, I'll block and this, but I was just afraid to throw the punch. I was, and it's been like this is like the first week of me just training with him, and he got frustrated. He said, "Yo, he said, bro, what, what's up with you? He's like, well, what what's the matter? Like, like what what's the problem? I'm like, I'm like, yo, like I'm afraid to get knocked out. I told him, like, I'm afraid to get knocked out. I'm afraid to get hit, and he's like, listen." You're gonna get hit regardless. Wow. And you know what I mean? He said, You're gonna get hit. He's like, he we're, we're holding pads, and, I'm, and even when we're sparring, I'm going really, really light with you. He said, You're gonna get hit regardless. You might as well get your hit back. Wow. And when he said it, I was like, oh, Okay, all right. And then the moment I break that mental wall, that's when I saw my progress. Yeah. That's when I'm like, all right, I'm throwing punches. I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to slip more comfortably, knowing my angles. And like, it's because you're breaking out that cut. I will never be able to see that point of view if I was behind that barrier. You're,
1: you're focusing only on not getting hit. Yes. When the reality is you can't avoid getting hit. Hit. You're going to get hit. Yes. You might as well get yes. your hit back.
0: Yes. 100%. That's so fire because, it, it, like, life is like that. Yes. That's what life is like. And to this day, like, Corey, I will two-piece you. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you're watching this. This funny. You know? We always have this joke. Cause even today, like, I'll be in a room and he'll look at me. And he was like, y'all really rock your jaw right now. I'm like, I I, and I, lo- I look at him, I was, like, I was like, well, I really hope you knock me up, because if I'm not out, you're gonna get you don't get You're gonna get your curse. I'm like, you don't get fucked like, no, like, yeah, but, but, um, but like I said, family. And like, even though other people in this world might be like, oh, that's a crazy family, I love my crazy family. Yeah. My family made me crazy enough to have crazy faith. Like, mm. you know, like like it's That's it's, good. And I can, bro, like you know me, and if you, when people really, I, I'm I'm a weird, insane person, bro. My mind goes everywhere, but I love it. I love it because it, it makes me it makes me different, makes me unique. Um, and that's the beauty about the whole life thing. Like, you know, I, let's actually talk about this for quick. Like, like at, after New Year's, I wanted I was talking before. Um, I wanted to develop a, a new routine. Um, even with my prayers. So what I, what I started doing was, you know, I I took. Well, I didn't have the first role, but since January 1st to so now, today is, is uh, 24th. That's crazy. It's a whole month. 25th. Worldwide. 25th. Yeah. Jeez. All yeah. right, whatever. We're almost in February. Yeah, we're almost in February. All right, so that's crazy. So from the beginning of the year, I, I try my Bible study, but if I don't read a Bible, I, I, I start writing my prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, because even as you can tell in this podcast even right now, I could talk all day. I talk so much that I'm freely about it, but I felt like once I started writing my prayers, um, I could really deliver the message that I wanted to speak to him about. Mm. Did it slow you down? It slowed me down completely, because at the end of the day, when you're writing, what you gotta worry about? Spelling. You gotta worry about grammar. And not just that, when you, when I'm seeing that I'm only having two sentences, but me just looking at that, just to say, I'm like, I could say a lot more than that. Mm. It's like a writing assignment at school. Yeah. I want you to write five paragraphs. Write those five paragraphs.
1: Yeah.
0: Try to write those five par- You're, 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 once again, out of comfort. You're freaking working, like, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and so So what do I need to write to him? Didn't, this James, Matthew, did, they wrote, they wrote, yeah. they wrote. So why are you not writing? Yeah. You know, so um that's that's one thing I, I started doing and I noticed how much I could really connect with him a bit more. So for example, like this is from and I always I always mark the date because what I wanna do is by the end of the year, when I have all these papers stacked up, I wanna see my phase within that year, my prayers within that year. Mm. What what obstacle was in front of me in, in January? That I saw that God took away in May. Wow. You know what I mean? Like you wanna move, you you wanna move the fence, but the guy's like, bro, I'm gonna move the land for you. And and you're gonna you, you you want a car, but I'm like, bro, I'm gonna give you a house and a car. I'm trying to give you all this stuff. But you wanna stay in your comfort zone. Mm. On the um, couch. You wanna say you wanna stay on that couch and binge watch on Netflix and all that stuff. So Ooh. like we you coming for somebody nah, today. Nah, yeah. <laughs> But, like, if you're here, like, like uh, so January 16th, um, I said, Lord, please forgive me. This week I've been lost and running away. Purposely, purposely sinning. Like, 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 like I said, I'm a mess up individual. I'm, a, I'm just saying this because this is a podcast that we've got to be open about, and I'm being real with you guys. I'm am, I am insane in the membrane, all right? So, but, but overall, I said, this week I've been lost and running away. Purposely sending to find pleasure, and yet my flesh overcame. Admitment. Uh, I'm not gonna imagine you writing this and you lying while you're writing. Like, I can't lie when I sense. write, it wouldn't make any sense. But um, I am not worthy. Me reading today showed me your strength with David because he had strong connections with you. Please, Lord, guide me today and have strength to beat my own flesh. The love you have for me is unmeasurable. Love you, God, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. And that was at the 16th. And, once again, everybody's gonna have, like, like, like everybody's gonna relapse, everybody's gonna, like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be perfect, bro. Like, I just feel like people think, like, you start this journey and then it's like, oh, I'm on cruise control, like, bro, you're gonna, you're gonna get a flat tire, there's gonna be potholes, you might even go back if you forgot your keys at the house. Like you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, like, you might have to go three steps forward and two steps back. So yeah, like I said, I I did it sixteenth. that week was a bit rough for me. Um, I just had a tough week that, that, that week. And then the last time I prayed was the twenty third. That's a whole Was that? Almost almost nine days? I can't do math. Whatever. That's, last, a, that's a last yeah. <laughs> well, that's a whole week. Yeah. Well that's pretty much a whole week of me just not even talking to him. Uh, so, um, and then with that prayer, I put, Lord, please forgive me. I, have, I haven't wrote my prayers in a while. Jesus, thank you for loving me and always protecting me and my family. Today, making lunch, oh, uh, yes. I, I, so once I got out of work early a bit and uh, my mom, like I said, she's always busy with the daycare. I was at home and I made some platano co salami, you know, and that shit was rocking. <laughs> uh, rockin'. um, but then I, I, I cooked for her, so I said, um, I wrote my prayer, today making lunch with uh, and for my mom was was holy. Yeah. And I I don't know why I wrote That's that. powerful. But even when I was writing that, I put today making lunch, uh, you know, for my mom was, and I, and I was like, when I put the word, what, and once again, this is the reason why I like to write. Because... If I'm talking, I'm talking to God. I would say, "Oh, it was, it was good." Yeah. But is "good" really the word you wanted to say? Is "good" really the word that was in your spirit? Yes. Mmm. No, you're good, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good. You but um, too much, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, for real, cause like it, it, that's exactly what I wrote that. So it was and 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 the the only word I could really think of at that moment, cause I was, yes, my mom works hard, bro. Like like mom. My both my parents and my father, like my my father, grind his whole life, you know, and, and, and they have not even a high school diploma, and they were able to raise a, a household of six in in, in the U.S. They you know, they figured it out. They figured it out where all their kids are about to have a a, a degree and careers. You know what I mean? Like that's that's un that's unthinkable sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's like the best way I could think of it was holy. Once again, like that, like, bro, people are struggling just with a bachelor's degree. Yeah. That's holy. Like, you can't tell me that's not God's work. Um, and then I put, Lord, please be with me for the rest of the night. I must have been writing that during the day. <laughs> but for the rest of the night. I said, I love you and thank you, Lord, for you are truly, m- wow. I f- and that's the thing, too. I be forgetting what I be writing. I put, um... Uh, thank you, Lord, for you are truly my father and protector. Allow my heart to heal, forgive, and, and grow. In, G- in Jesus' name I pray, Amen. And that's why I was, you know, at that moment, that's why I was writing. Um, Let's stop for a second. Yeah, brother. I see you choking up a little bit. Yeah, nah, I know, I'm good. So, what?
1: what yeah, you, you are good, yeah, good. Emotion is not yeah. a bad thing, man. Um, what What's what's coming up for you? Like, what are you feeling? Um...
0: What are the words reminding you of? How good he is, bro. How good he is, bro, for real. I think that's, that's the reason why I started tearing up, because... why me? Yeah. Like, I'm for real, bro, like, why? Like, I'm, I'm saying the sense of, like, there's so many much better people than me. Bro, I... I, I stole... I lied. I done so many sins, so many sins, bro. I, 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 my father used to own a bodega. I stole the bodega. It's my, it's my own <laughs> bodega. I stole my, I stole my, own bodega. You know what I mean? Like you know how silly that sounds, and, and that's, and that's what I'm talking about. It's like, it's like, what? I don't, I don't get you. I don't, I don't understand why you could choose. And one thing I was, I was one I was listening to, and um, I was thinking it was Mike Todd actually. Uh he had a good good example. Um God used broken paint brushes for his paintings. Mm. Cause if not you're gonna give the credit to the brush. Wow. You know? Um I think that's what it what it what it is and what it was. You know, I I think he uses me because he knows I messed up in the head. <laughs> like like he just knows I'm all I'm all crazy and and, and knowing knowing Damn well I cannot do this without him. You know? Um, so I think that's that's one thing that that's that's with that little periodic. Look, I'm not even crying no more. Put me in the ring, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but, but like I think I think it's interesting even because a lot of people are going to identify with that piece of your statement. Because I think that, that most yeah. people are going to say, why me? Most of the people who are pursuing God, they're gonna say, why me? Because part of being able to pursue God is being able to understand, at least to a deeper level than your typical person, your brokenness. Yeah. Being able to understand that there's a piece of you that has serious lack yeah you know what i'm saying that's the beginning of salvation you realizing that you are a sinner and that you need god so the people who aren't thinking why me typically they're going to be people that are kind of full of themselves (sighs) are people that are like i'm good and maybe they actually are a good person but you can be a good person and still be prideful Mm. right and so hearing you say, why me, I think that the father is typically going to respond to you and everybody who identifies with that statement with saying, why not you? Mm.
0: You get real romantic right now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you real. This p- yeah. too much. I said. do, I do play too much. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, you're good. You're good. It's, it's hilarious. It's like you get real romantic right bro. now. I, I play too much too. <laughs> you you have to, bro. But it's you true. Have to, it's true, but, it's true but, though. Yeah. It's like
1: you could come up with this whole list of reasons. Uh, a big could list. could be like, I stole from my dad's store. Like, yeah. I took, you know, how many C and C sodas I took from Poppy's store? That father, C
0: and C cheap and cold, bro. <laughs> cheap and cold. That's what they call. It. If you don't have see and see me, the cheap yeah, and cold. That's what it CNC is. C and C sodas are, are life. True.
1: I Why haven't had one it, of though? those. I haven't <laughs> had one of those since like high school. Yeah, yeah. But you could come up with this whole real list. Yeah. Right, and and some of it is gonna be stuff that you did in your childhood. Some mm-hmm. of it might be things that you're like seriously ashamed about. Things that you feel broken in, areas that you feel powerless in, and all of these things. And then he's like, forget all that. Mm. Here's all the reasons why I love you. Here's all the reasons why I'm invested in you. Yeah. I know you more than you know yourself. And I still love you.
0: You know, and, and not to interrupt, but it just came out to my head, too, is... Um... Like like you said, it's it's this me working in, in at the high school and working with a high school athletes and a group of people like these kids like they they trust me man like these kids like like they they they're like they're like oh you you like I make their day like they, they there's I always see this one one basketball player she always comes in a grumpy mugged face. Uh huh. And every time I see her, I'm like, I'm going to make her ass laugh. Like uh-huh. I'm like, I'm uh-huh. a, I don't care. I don't care You make it your mission. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a no matter what, I'm going to crack that smile. Um, and I and and she, I always do. I'm a funny dude, you know. Uh-huh. I, I am what I am. But um, over overall, it's it's kind of nice because like, seeing that I can make an impact like that, you know, that's just one. Now, there's there's kids. I remember one time I came I came to work and these two athletes made. Uh, just a drawing from my class. Hey, hey, can you frame this in your room? I'm like, of course. Like, what? Yeah. Like, and, it, and it's one that says, we appreciate you. And it's a, it's a silly drawing. It's like, it was like, a, like stick figures. Really That's like, a lot from high school kids. A High school, like, you know what I mean? For them to High school to, to kids, because
1: they're too cool to do yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, I worked with high school kids yeah. for 11 years. So it's like they... It's, yeah,
0: so that's why I was also I was a high schooler myself. So, yeah, yeah. So people so they, forget. Yeah, yeah people forget. forget. I'm
1: like, yo. People forget, and then they go and they encounter a high school, and they're like, oh, oh these young whippersnappers, yeah, and all, such knuckleheads. Is here, young buck? Like, yeah, <laughs> you it's like what, I mean? what are you talking but, about? You were a knucklehead when you were in high school and too. They had the
0: worst things when they were in high school. Yeah. At the end of the day, facts. <laughs> like, come on. And and so when I saw that feedback from a high school, I'm like, geez, like God's work. Like I did not know I can make that kind of impact. Yeah. You know, and it's not just the students, It's also the coaches. It's also the parents. Right. The parents always come up to me and like, "I don't trust nobody else with my kid besides you." Mm. I mean, well, I just met you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? But it's, it's but it's it's kind of seeing that impact that I can make is what's very interesting and and holy. As I could, I can only really say that it is. Um.
1: It's a, it's a holy thing, and it points to your purpose in life.
0: Yes. Like, God 100%. God
1: made you to be a connector. Mm-hmm. God made you to... It's very evident to me that he made you to connect with people to brighten their day. And it's like, yeah. people think about that. You know what's one of the beautiful things? Like, you could tell me otherwise, but I'm assuming you don't feel called to be a pastor.
0: Oh, no, no.
1: Right? No. And people think that that's the only thing of value that you could do as far as like a purpose that God calls you to. Yeah, I I noticed that. Like being a pastor, being a worship leader, being a ministry, right? And And it's like, people got it twisted. (sighs) God placed you where he placed you in your life, gave you the passions and desires that he gave you to be an athletic trainer and you're really passionate about it. I appreciate. It. Yeah, thank you. Like you're it's evident. <laughs> like that that's something that you can like you, this guy, I could tell he studies. He he's looking. He's trying to be you're always trying to be on the cutting edge of information, right? Yeah. You're I always trying to, to find a new way. Right? Something's going on, you want to find 10 different ways <laughs> to deal with that problem mm-hmm. that the athlete is facing right? When I have a problem where I'm tight in some area of my body, when I was having hip issues, Mm -hmm. what did I call? I called Moses. And for an hour, he he helped me stretch in like 40 different ways. And by the end of that session, I went from not being able to do a 70% squat to 100%, almost almost 100% down in 45 minutes. Right? And you're like, Go home, do that every day, and yeah. you'll be fine. And it, so my point is, is that God gave you all of that passion so that you have a vehicle now to be able to connect. Who's gonna connect with these high school kids if not you? Yeah. Who else is being a light in that situation? Who else is being able to take any, everything that they've been through, the stuff that they go through daily, the, like you were saying earlier, the insecurities, you're not bringing that to yeah. work. You're not bringing that to the people you're connecting with. That means that you're able to move past those things because you believe you have a higher purpose than those things. I'm having a bad day. None of that matters because I am called to connect with people. And that is a life purpose that is more valuable than somebody who so desperately wants to live for God that they become a pastor and God never Mm -hmm. called them to do that.
0: I've seen that too. Like people just like working, trying to wait for their. Oh, just oh, become I'm just a gonna, pastor. Just become a pastor,
1: and, the, and especially if you, if you're a good speaker, yeah, right, or you are ha- you're a passionate speaker, or you have a good head on your shoulders. The moment any of that happens, oh, pastor. I'm I'm about to be thirty five in a week and a half, and I'm not saying the jury's out on me becoming a pastor. Yeah. I still think there's a there's a potential that I'll pastor a church. But I'm 35 and I haven't pastored a church yet. Mm-hmm. I was 12 years old being told that I was going to be a pastor. I started leading a Bible study at 12 years old. Yeah. Been, do, been doing some type of teaching almost almost every year since then. Some years I didn't. You get oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, no, yeah. And now I'm, I'm in this lane of content creation and I'm doing Bible studies. But at, did I fail because I didn't become a pastor? <sighs> For a while I thought. Yeah, I I
0: bet, I
1: bet. But I didn't. And so it's encouraging to hear that you are living in the lane that God called you to, taking all of your experiences, taking the love that your family put into you, taking those prayers that you're praying, taking um, the habits and things that you've learned due to your field of expertise and passion, and
0: helping people to live a better life. It's funny how you mentioned that too, because with my job, it's like I have this like love and hate with football. Like when it comes to covering. Like I, if you're an AC, you probably already know that covering a football game is like dreadful. Cause anything can happen. Yeah. But I could imagine. Yeah, yeah. Anything can happen. What's a good day? A good day? If, if ah
1: nothing happens? Does that Something, ever happen? Something's going to happen. Something, Something always, always gonna happens.
0: Something's going to happen. Yeah, somebody gets a cramp, or uh-huh. if they get hard enough, you could get a stinger, or they just, their arm just go, freaking goes numb. I guess, oh my goodness. And, and guess what? That's common. It's just part of the game. Um, but like I said, it's, it's a love and hate because I find it like, oh, my God, all these things could go on. But once I get to that field and Friday Night Lights is on and the game is going, I just go autopilot. And I think, I think that's what the dad is. I think it's just him. I, I, I just go autopilot. Like I just get in the zone. And I like it because it's kind of like you as an AT is part of the game. How quickly can you evaluate, determine if, if it's safe for them to go back on the field, prepare them, evaluate them correctly... And then get them back in the field because timing is in the essence. If that's a starter quarterback and you know that team needs him, yeah. And it's only the second. It's only the first half.
1: You got That's a lot of suit. game left. Yeah, you gotta get him in as soon as possible. You know what I
0: mean? Like, like, like. So, so that's what, That's why I said it's a love and hate because it's like, I hate all the drama, but I love like that thriller action of the, fence, of, the, of, the of the the fact that like I'm legit part of the game. Yeah. You know? And it, it gets exciting and, and a bit, like, you got to be in, in the insane side. Like I said, I, you have to be insane to make a big, like, impact, I feel like, sometimes. You got to be crazy. Like, you can't just be no basic bum and just... <laughs> 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 like, you know what I mean? Like, the same, same thing, like, like martial arts. Like, you can't just keep doing the same move. Try a different approach. See if that fails. And if it fails, now you know it doesn't work. Like, you know? And, and that's the thing with, with, with football. It's, it's so crazy. You know? it's, it's so... Like I said, love and hate, because it's it been times where the best highlight I could think of is, where this one kid gets a stinger. And I got to the field, got him off the field, you know, checked his range of motion, good amount of strength, you know. Um got the team doc, a doc involved. The doc agreed with me, he's okay with him to go back in. I wrapped him up with a with a shorter spike, it was like an ace bandage. Alright, checked his full range of motion. Can he do a burpee? Alright, he's pretty functional, go back in, go right back in. And I was so in the zone, and I was just so like thinking about that moment. Um, I wasn't even really paying attention to the timing. But then, like, as I'm doing all that, um, the the coach goes, the head coach, is like, oh, what's up with so and so? Like, how long he's gonna be out? I'm like, coach, he's he's already back in. And he just looks at the field. Okay, he knows like like he has to make these plays. That's the thing, knowing knowing. Not sympathy, but empathy. Knowing that other person's role, he's probably stressing himself yeah, out. Yeah. He has to make plays, knowing that the pieces of the puzzles are missing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So when I say no, that pieces are right, God's work. I already put that piece for you. Stop complaining. Like, you know, like why are you stressing about gas money? <laughs> like, like you know, like like. so That's it's, crazy, bro. It's
1: because. <laughs> It's the fact that he didn't realize he that the piss was back in.
0: Yes, he didn't realize it yet. I didn't tell him yet. I'm like oh, you're good. I told another coach, but I didn't, he's the head coach, so I I, said, I let him know. So I'm like, listen. He came out to me. I'm like, listen. He's already back then. He looked at him. He looked at me. He's like, yeah, shit. And he walked back. In, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like you know, and, and and that's what the the love and hate of of that kind of environment is like. When I, I'm like. When that happened, I was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm him. Like, I'm him. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, like, it, it is what it is. You know, so." Um, it made you feel good. It made, yeah, it made me feel good. It was just in the sense of like, I'm not that average Mo. Yeah. I'm not an average Mo. Like I'm the Mo. Like you know, I'm a Mo. Um, Coach Mo. But um, overall, that's one of. The well, God's God's blessings, I guess you know, and, and that's just with football. Now with wrestling. Oh, I love wrestling because at the end of the day, it's, it's a combat sport. Um, and like I said, I, I I even so I did a little bit of martial arts in high school with my cousins in the basement. He taught me a lot with gra- oh, my my order. He taught me more jujitsu and grappling. Stud, like when I said I should grapple, him, bro. This man was like water. He would submit me, tap me on single- I w- I would not be able to beat him. Um, so he taught me that, and his his, his Boy was a wrestler in Rosa Park. He was a good wrestler, heavyweight too. So I was like, that taught me how to kind of fight or, or control a smaller and bigger opponent, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the bigger opponent was the one who taught me how to strike, you know? That's, yeah. you know, he was the one who, who was just kind of oh, like, you got to break off that mental block, you know? And that got me a lot more comfortable. Um, but once I got rid of that, once I was not rid of that, once I was done with, with that phase in my life, I stopped because of college, you know, I had to get my degree. Uh, but then after college and, and going back to my career, I started training at uh, All-Star MMA with Jamal Patterson and Union. Love the people there. Uh, shout out to John Perez, one of the instructors there. Amazing, amazing guy. I can name a whole bunch of crews, but we don't got but yeah, Well, overall, there's a lot of studs over there. So like me training over there and, and working with them. And then working and grappling with the uh, wrestling team at the high school, where once again, another shout out, Nestor Taffer, Kenny Taffer. Ryan, Rob, you know, like, like if if you ever watch this, uh, they're like, they're the coaches there, like, like they're studs. They wrestle their like, alumni's over there, and um, they one did of them, it first. yeah, yeah, they were they were there for one of them is wrestling in, in, for Columbia. He's in na- I think nationally. Like he's a stud. Wow, stud. Um, so, stud. Uh, but over, <laughs> but over when I when I'm practicing with them at work, like let's say I just have wrestling, I will practice with them. And learning their technique and knowing that different approach. And it's just so cool and beautiful when, when like, you take your time to learn a skill. And God allows that, too. I think that's another beauty, another blessing. Um, so when I'm doing jujitsu, when I'm doing wrestling, and then, and I kind of do a little bit of striking and more tight on the side with, with a couple of guys, I'm just focusing on that moment everything clears out. Um, and then when it comes to, like, covering wrestling matches, same thing. That's what I said, love and hate. It's like... Wrestling, anything can happen. It's, it's less intensive because there's two people instead of 11, 11 people running across the field and stuff like that. But um, over, overall, with wrestling, it's, it's, it's nice. It's, a, it's like you're watching a film. It's like you're watching a story. You know, that's the beauty about it. Um, and with wrestling... You, you get certain certain injuries. That's pretty like no, A lot of nosebleeds, and that's another thing. My role as an A. T. As 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 wrestling, you get you get blood time. Here, I don't know if you know what that means. Like so, in wrestling, you get blood time in a sense of you have there's a certain amount of time that you have in order to stop the bleeding of the, of the, of the match. Oh wow! So like, let's say you have a, a nosebleed in the middle of the match. I I think it's sometimes I think it's like five minutes or two minutes depending on the, the total or in total. Okay. So imagine, like, you have a nosebleed, that's just that's not stopping, right? So yeah. overall, like, you have, let's say it's two minutes. Let's say you have two minutes just to stop the nosebleed. Two minutes, like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you, your kid can have a nosebleed, and people take forever to stop it, yeah. you know? But little techniques that I learned, um, even through my, my, my experience through Kane University with their athletic training program and the people who I met and their skills, um, I learned, how to, I, I learned how to stop it a bit quicker than usual, than, than the average, because I got out of my comfort zone. I took that chance to get out of my comfort zone and, and learn new things, so um, once again, that's kind one of one of my gifts, I guess, God's works in, in that sense, but once again, it's, it's in the sense of I'm in there in a wrestling match, and my role is to stop somebody's nosebleed within another two minutes, and what could happen is you could stop it, boom, everything is good, Alright, clean the mat, because something there's gonna be blood on the mat. Yeah. So you gotta disinfect that, whatever. You're good. Sometimes your trials in life is not gonna only gonna happen once. It's gonna happen multiple times. You're gonna fail multiple times. So guess what? That knows me that I just stopped. He has another period of survival. Boom, it happened again. So I have to go right back out there. So you're constantly it's a it's an up and down battle in the sense of like you need to control the environment at the end of the day. So the only thing you could really do is what? Preparation. All right, are you preparing yourself? for you, If you know something is coming, why are you just sitting there? So what happened is once he started bleeding once, I'm like, okay, you know what? What did I learn from that from, from that first experience? All right, well, it took me a while to really pick up the blood and take out the, uh, the trash. And I, I noticed that I put one nose plug and it, it's not really holding that much. What I'm gonna do to prepare myself for the next match or if it happens again is, I'ma double bag my gloves, so I put two layers of gloves. That way, once I'm done, I get the garbage. I can unravel it. Boom, I don't. I don't. I don't need to waste time. Yeah. All right. So I'll use that. So preparation. So I. I get rid of that. Boom. I get a nose plug. That was not. That one's not gonna take that one out. Well, with the, with the other garbage can, um, with the other garbage glove. I take that one. Put a new one in. But with the new one, what, what can I do different? Oh, I can put Vaseline. You throw that? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. or Whoever. But over put Vaseline. Bend it a bit, that way it's it's bent, it's stuck in the nose a bit deeper, and it can also expand Mm. so that we can stop the bleeding even more. What else can I do? Oh, let me get an ice pack and put it behind his neck and put another one right behind his cheek. Oh, why ice? Well, well, ice, we know that's a vasoconstrictor, so why don't we constrict those vessels? That way the blood flow stops, and those platelets can really build up, and it can stop the bleeding on its own. Wow, Moses, you really know your stuff. I know. But, you know, it, and that's the stuff that, that's the love. That's what goes in my mind within that two minutes. Mm-hmm. Within that two minutes, that's what goes in my head. Um, and that's why I love what I do. And that's why it's like a love and hate when it comes to, like, sports medicine. Because you hate the drama it brings. It's like, oh, my God, someone's nose bleeding. But then in the back of your head, you're like, someone's nose bleeding. Let me show my work. Yeah. You know, so... um it's like yeah. it gives you the, opp- you, you have the opportunity to rise
1: to the occasion. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you have that adrenaline too. It's, yeah. like, it's like a sport within itself yes. in a sense because you have to it's like the, figure out the fastest way to get from point A to B. Point, yeah. And the faster you are while not diminishing on efficiency, yeah. then you're going to have a greater impact mm-hmm. on the well-being of the team.
0: And the beauty, what makes you faster is, is your preparation. And I think that's something that a lot of people gotta understand, it's that preparation. That, that's the main key. Um, people are neglecting that. People are just kind of like, they they fall once, but they don't understand why do they fail. You know what I mean, is it the same crew you're hanging out with? Just saying, you know what I mean? Like It, it could be something simple like that. You know what I mean, is it, is it oh, you still holding grudges? Yeah. You still talking shit? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like let that go. Like, let, just, just, just be genuine. Be kind. Why, why? You, I, it's it's one thing that just comes to my head now, but I, I don't like it when, like, people just make their room negative in the sense of, like, oh, like, let's say, like, a washing machine is broken. And if someone comes in, oh, well, who's going to wash them dishes now? Like. Well, if you're not going to offer to wash the dishes, just stay quiet. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, why, why you got to say that out? Just keep that to yourself. It, it, it's like that old saying, if you got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's kind of like the main thing I, I approach it to when it comes to relationships and connections with people, you know? Um, yeah, I might be going all out of track of it, but, yeah. That's, no, that's, you that's good, man. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of
1: different lessons that you've learned applications that you've made i'm and i'm wondering if there's experiences because a lot of times we go through tough life experiences that teach us oh i need to prepare like you were saying being a person who's prepared being a person who knows their stuff who's ready
0: yeah
1: um and i'm wondering for you like with everything that you've talked about so far
0: yeah
1: um what were the different life experiences that you went through that taught you these things? What were the, the difficult things that you had to, the storms you had to weather mm-hmm. that gave you that valuable information? It's like this, yeah. this TV show I think of um, Netflix called Alone.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. You ever seen it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so like they, they throw all these people um, into like this random deserted place, yep. and they're not surviving Together, they're surviving alone, alone literally alone. alone. And um, they're like around each other, but they're not close enough where they would encounter another person. Mm-mm. They're all just in the same
0: general area. I believe it's like a certain amount of days you have to go through too. Whoever so, goes the most. The longest, right? Yeah, whoever so, yeah, goes the longest. You're competing against the other
1: person. You're competing, and you don't know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you don't know when another person quits. So That's you not. can, you just... You just got to keep, keep going as far as you could go. And you might actually be in uh, the first place. Like, everybody else might have quit and you kept going. Yeah. Um, or you might quit uh, two days before the person that was in the first quick. place quits. Yeah. And so, um, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, um, on that show, they're placed at these places. And they have to take all the experiences that they have. To be able to survive, and whether the different difficulties, because they place them in really difficult places to survive in. Mm-hmm. There's usually something really bad about it. Like um, it's Bears. about to be winter. Yeah, like, 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 like there's not a lot of food of certain types. Mm-hmm. There's only certain types of food. You start
0: off just on a cliff, like yeah, you, know, you have like
1: almost nothing with you, um, and so they have to be able to survive and. These people are professionals. They're experts at survival, and they struggle. So imagine with all the difficulty they've already put themselves through, they have a difficulty surviving these extreme situations. Imagine how they come out on the other side. They're probably like, wow, I learned so much that now the stuff they used to survive through before seems like nothing because of everything that they went through through that experience. Okay. So I say all that to say that difficult experiences are always what give us a valuable lesson. Yes. And I'm wondering, I want to hear more about your specific story about what were the different cuz you keep sharing I do this, I do that. Yeah, I'm yeah, passionate yeah. about this, right? I'm wondering how you got there. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, with
0: me? I, c- I could. Um I probably need to build up a little, you know, bake a bit in the head, but I, I would say maybe... Let's be open here. So um, I, I would I say knowing relationships before, unfortunately. Um, I think, once again, like talking about like toxic relationships, but not a toxic person. Um, I think that's what it is. You know? That was so real when you said that. Before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that's it, true. No, but it's, it's, it's true, because you can't... That that bond in the beginning, it, it could be very pure and beautiful, um, but certain habits and, and certain situations could drift it off. And it's not your fault. It's not their fault. It just, it is, it is what it is, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and it, it showed me what errors I was doing before. And even those errors seemed like it was okay. Um, you didn't realize how much it was affecting on both sides or just you as an individual, you know? Um, I think you could you could love someone else, but if you worship them, mm. you already, like, missing the, the page. Because my thing is, that if you start worshiping them, then that means... You push him to the side. Yeah. I think that specifically is what I, I learned and definitely saw why that affected me. And, like, I'm talking about, like, neglect. Like, you praying for this person. Oh, let me have this person, this and that. And God answers. God, God will answer you. Hey, God answers your prayers. It's funny, too. Like he's, all right, you want this person? I'm going to give it to you. But then once you get that person, besides loving them but you start worshiping them, you don't, you, you see, you miss seeing flags. You, even when, when you're getting cut, you know, God will see your stains. Like it, it, you're getting cut, you're getting burnt. But then you, you don't even notice that because you're worshiping that person. Mm. You're, you're putting God to the side. You pray less because you're with that person. Because um, you think your prayer has already been answered. Um, wow. And that's the only thing that, that, I, I, that I think I found is that don't worship a human. It's not fucked. That was messed up. But yeah, don't worship, don't, don't, don't worship a human. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's crazy, though, too. Cause I could be hard myself, like, oh, I'm a sinner, this and that. And then I'm like, yo, Jesus was tempted as much as we are. And I'm like, I don't know how he did it. But it's foolish of me to make that comparison, though. Like, why are you comparing? It, you're comparing yourself to, to him, like, like to Jesus. Like, you can't compare yourself to Jesus. You're, you're, you're full on flesh. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I just feel like, when you, when you're trying to put the standards to great, I mean, you're forgetting that the bar is really just good. Like, you're doing too much. Um you know so i think i think that's what it was it's like i i gotta start work if i want to worship someone i'm gonna worship myself if anything and and the best way to worship myself is see how much i can learn about him you know at the end of the day he made me so let me know how i was made you know so i i think that was the main thing about me was that's the reason why i started Praying a bit more and trying to and it's it's so it's so awkward reading it. like me personally, as for me it's awkward to read the Bible sometimes. Like I started at Genesis, I'm all the way up to Samuel, and then what was that? I think it was like two weeks ago, I was thinking, I was like, hold on, and I'm like, this place could blow up at any time. Like judgment day could this like he could come tomorrow. And I'm like, and I'm over here ladder-gagging on on the beginning, like, I I never really fully read Matthew. I never really fully read Hebrews. I like, I mean, why? Like, I, I'm going one, one, two, and three, but I'm like, why don't like I just go a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I think that was kind of helping me learn more a bit now mm-hmm. too, because um, I always felt like you gotta go to chapter one, chapter two to understand chapter ten. Yeah. Um, But I started learning that, like, the Bible's really not really set up that way, if, if you want to correct me, or, or no, whatever, no, that's, like, that's, like, it's that's not, definitely. it's not really in order, it's really, like, it's kind of scattered still, in, yeah, in it's not, and, and it's like, it's, it's like, it's like a story, and the messages, and it's like a history book, it's like, 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 history, like, numbers, like, that's a stat man, like, like <laughs> yeah. you know, so it's like, it, so it's, it's very, me getting really new to it, I'm very, very new, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a baby Bible reader, I guess you A baby they, Bible I mean, reader. Yeah, that's what, that's what, <laughs> you know, so I'm still learning on it. Um, Man, and there's grace for that. Uh, like, the fact that.
1: that you are committed to prayer now and committed to yeah. reading and committed to learning and growing is a lot more than a lot of people who have been in church all their life right it's a it's a process bro Yeah, and you got to give yourself grace for that like you don't have to say well you know i'm new at this blah blah you know like yeah you could say that but you don't have to Mm. right you can say it if you want to you could say you know correct me if i'm wrong but you don't have to sometimes we feel obligated to say things because it's like we don't want people to think that we think too highly of ourselves or yeah. too low of ourselves in, in a sense. But at the same time, it's like, take a second to think about it. God is drawing you into deeper relationship. Yeah. I firmly believe that. God is drawing you into a deeper relationship. Since I've met you, all the conversations yeah. that we've had, it's, it's clear to me that God keeps drawing you and drawing you. And life gets tough sometimes. And you've probably had your fair, fair share of trials it's, since then. Since, like,
0: just since we met. And just usually saying the word drawing, like, I don't know I just picture in my head like, I just feel like, and it's crazy. I feel like, like, let's say this is a portrait. I feel like God, when he draws or paints you, I feel like he puts you in, he, he, he makes you look real handsome. Very pretty, right? Like a, like a rose, like a flower a goddess, of anything, like, you know? So it's something very beautiful, right? And then like around it, he had to place his thorns. And I feel like when, when drawing, I feel like, when, I don't know why, when you just said drawing me, specific, I just felt like I could just see him drawing me, you know, me with a, a million dollar suit, who knows? <laughs> a million dollar suit, but then around me, there's just struggle, challenges, and thorns. I just wanted to share that real quick, but I just think I think but I think that's that's how he draws us in a sense of like he wants you to shine and he's going to protect you from this
1: mm it'll surround yeah. you, but
0: it won't touch you yeah mm, mm. going to get that tatted on me. Like, <laughs> I, I,
1: I, yeah. it's 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 a process bro it's yeah. a process of us as we get to know or as we as we get into deeper relationship with god there's as much as we learn, there's always way more to learn. Mm-hmm. There's always way more that we, we don't understand. No matter how much we understand, there's always yep. way more that we don't. There's always so much more that God is doing and teaching and flowing and growing uh, with us. And uh, that's why I say, like, it's a process. And it's, it's an honor and a gift for you to share a little bit about your life, Um, your struggles, uh, where you are personally. And it's my hope that you continue to go down this process of pursuing God, whether you feel like you're worthy or not, whether you feel like you want to say, why me? He's going to keep saying, why not you?
0: Hmm.
1: And for everybody that's listening, Everybody who is here still at this point, uh, as as we wrap up a little bit, yeah. you might be thinking, "Why me?" You might not even believe that God loves you. You might believe that you're never going to be worthy of love. You might you might believe that um, all of the insecurities you have are far too great. They're far too big for. Um, the things that you would like to accomplish in your life. But the reality is that God has a plan for you. And the fact that he made a plan for you means you're worthy of a plan. God is not a waster of time. So if you were a waste of time, he wouldn't waste his time in making a plan for you. And the fact that he did, it tells us that there is value in you. You might think, why me? God says, why not you? Listen, I wanna thank you guys for being here today. Um, I will have Moses' information in the the, uh, the area where all the letters are, you know, so if you guys wanna follow him on social media, give him a follow. If you are in the New Jersey area and you need A personal trainer, especially one that is is gifted as far as helping you to move in your body well, Uh, this is a great guy to hit up. You know, listen, I'm serious. I have personally had sessions with him, um, and and they've blessed me. And um, I'd like for us to pray. I just feel led to pray. Mm -hmm. I feel I want us to end with a prayer because um, I'm just thinking of people who might be in a similar situation that have the potential to do something for God that maybe doesn't necessarily have to do with ministry, but maybe they're questioning themselves, maybe they don't feel, maybe they feel that, why me, a lot stronger than you do, because you it seems like you've been able to get past that, um, but they feel a, little, a lot stronger than you do, and so they're letting that hold them back. And maybe you're letting it hold you back a little bit too. A little bit, but I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But, um... So I'm gonna pray real quick and and we'll end with that. You have anything you wanna say before we end up?
0: Um anybody's going through some tough times, you know, feel free to DM me if you wanna to talk to somebody. Um but overall thank you so much for you guys listening to, to us talk and i I'm probably definitely gonna do another another episode with this man. So um listen, follow, listen to this dude. I it's crazy how this whole thing even happened because like, bro, we're, we're talking about, I knew a friend that knew Chino and then Chino met me with you. Yeah. Another shout out to Chino. Um, Chino's that dude. He's, I love that man, bro. He, and then even when we're talking about like, martial arts and, and uh, that's the, hey, that's on episode two. That's on episode two. We'll talk, talk more about that next time I come <laughs> back. But um, overall, thank you for your time. Thank you guys for watching.
1: All right, let's pray, guys. Yeah. Lord, I just want to lift up anybody who might be in a season of doubting themselves, Father. They feel like they aren't worthy of God. They aren't worthy of His love. They aren't worthy of His presence, God. I pray, Lord, that you would draw them and pull them out of that, Father. That you would help them to see just how much you love them, to see just how much uh, you have a plan and a purpose for them. Excuse me. Lord, I pray that you would lift up their hearts, lift up their souls, lift up their spirit, Father, so that they would be able to realize how much you've invested in them, how much you care for them, and how deeply you love them, Father. That that realization, Father, will propel them forward into being able to believe in the plan and the call and the purpose that you have for their life. I praise you and I worship you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being here. We will see you guys, hopefully, God willing, for another episode next week. Thank you for your time. Make sure that you hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, share it with somebody that you feel would be blessed by it. God bless you guys. Have a great week. Peace.